But you're never gonna make it Aren't you just gonna take that? Make them take it all back Don't tell me you believe that Aren't you just gonna take that? Or will you fucking fight back? Hey everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast here with another exciting mm. edition of Whiskey Madness Invitational 2023. And to join us on this one, and before Scott tells you what we're doing, we have some of our, of course, as always, Scott is here. Hey, everybody. Sorry. Almost forgot me again. <laughs> no, I'm so excited about this. That's why. So, my apologies. Scott. Again, literally my apartment. Yeah. I'm always here. Always here. Right. So joining us today are two mainstays of the podcast, jacket winners themselves who you know and love. First of all, we have the knight who says neat, Jeff. Hello. And of course, everybody's favorite, Whiskey Sherpa. Gabe. Greetings, my friends. How King of the Pineys. <laughs> Thanks for stepping on me. <laughs> Sorry. Say it again. Hello, our friends. Hello. King of the Pineys. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> okay. Let's ask him for that. <clears throat> Hi, friends. How so, are you? So again, you did it. <laughs> again, the third time. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sense of some of that. Mm. It'll be fine. Once again, we have to use edit, and that begins with Ed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I'm actually trying to be good over here. Right. So we'd like to follow up our Whiskey Madness with some type of a bracket that connects back to it, but this one connects back much farther. Scott, tell everybody what we're doing today. Yeah, in past years, we've had the high-end Invitational, where we had expressions that were like over $100, and then one year we had like under $25. This year, what we're doing is we have all of the winners from our previous Whiskey Madness tournament and we're going to pit them against each other in a blind tasting that we're calling the Tournament of Drampians. <laughs> Whiskey short. Thank you, Gabe, for the it. Drampians. Yeah. So the whiskeys that we have, in order of their wins, Bullet Rye, which won the first madness that we had. The proof is 90. The age is four to seven years. The mash bill is 95.5. The distiller is Bullet Distilling Company from Shelbyville, Kentucky. Of course, MGP is the actual distiller. We tasted this on 15 podcasts. Famously, of course, our first episode, episode number one, uh, we used it in cocktails during episodes 5, 10, 30, 35, 40, and 45. It was in our very first Infinity Bottle way back yeah. in season two. It was in Gabe's first Infinity Bottle, right. and Ed used it in his curated Infinity Bottle. It right. was the base whiskey for the How to Make Your Own Angels and Rye short last season, and we tasted it three times on our very first Whiskey Madness in 2020, which it won. It is also the first whiskey ever sent to us by a distiller. That's also true. Bullet sent us a bottle about five months, six months into year one. Yeah, they heard the first episode, knew that we liked it, and said, those guys need a bottle. It was a huge upset win for it. It um, was. It seems strange for people listening right now, like, really? Bullet Rye won your whiskey magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it did. It upset a lot of people on the way. And um, the second one will be from a small boutique distiller getting bigger in Tennessee, Corsair Dark Rye. This one is 85 proof, aged eight months. Mm -hmm. The mash bill is 61% malted rye, 35% malted barley, 
and 4% malted chocolate rye, which plays a big part on making this expression so unique. Distiller is Corsair Artisan Distilleries in Nashville, Tennessee. We've tasted this on five podcasts. Of course, the episode number 32, Focus on Tennessee Whiskeys. Episode number 40, in Gabe's Fox River Cocktail. And three times during our second Whiskey Madness in 2021, which it won. Right. That was a special time for that. They sent us a bottle and we just loved it on that episode. So we was like, let's get another bottle and put it in the tournament and it won the whole damn thing. Even though at 85 proof, it's just a delicious whiskey. Yeah. Oh, it's a lovely bottle. I wish I could find that on the shelves. Yeah. It's hard to get a hold of. It is hard to get a hold of. All right, so the third one is the Larceny Barrel Proof, 122.6 proof. It's the C921. It's age is six to eight years. The mash bill is 68% corn, 28% wheat, and 12% malted barley. The distiller is Heaven Hill from Bardstown, Kentucky. We tasted three different versions on five different podcasts. So we tasted the A121 on a quick taste in season five. We tasted the A121 and the C921 and the B522 on last year's invitational short that Gabe was here for. And the C921, of course, we tasted three times in the third Whiskey Madness in 2022, which it won. Correct. And then this year's winner, the Old Line Cast Strength American Single Malt, a barrel pick from Benash Liquors. I believe it's very close to the ones you can find on the shelf. Mm. The difference is this was 123.2 proof. The commercial one's 124. It's age three years old. That mash bill is 100% malted barley. Old Line Spirits in Baltimore, Maryland is the distiller. Tasted this three times during our fourth Whiskey Madness just this past March, which it won. And Scott, can you go back and did we talk about why Corsair can only age their stuff for eight months? Oh, because they use the small barrels. Right. 15 gallons, I think. Yeah. 15 gallon barrels. It's much more fluid to wood exposure. And similar to the old line. (laughs) They, They put theirs in the smaller barrels also. Right. What did I say? <laughs> oh, no. What did he say? He said wood. He said <laughs> the old fluid to wood ratio. Yeah, the fluid oh, to wood ratio. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, much, so much worse. It slipped by me. Oh, wow. That often okay. does. So, <laughs> at least I didn't say it slipped into me. <laughs> Continue. So, um, <laughs> the thing that strikes me when I look at this right away is you couldn't find. Four more different whiskeys. You have a mild rye, a dark rye with malted rye, basically all through it. Yeah. A high proof, strong, complex bourbon and larceny. And then... A weeded bourbon, in fact. Yeah, a weeded bourbon. Yeah. And then a high high proof single malt, which remember, scotches don't normally come at 123.2. So I have no doubt that we'll be able to taste differences in what we're tasting. But the rule that we're going to use is whatever tastes best today. That's all we're trying to do. Right. I think the reason why you have these four distinct different tastes is over the past four years that you've been doing the podcast, Mm -hmm. your palates have definitely evolved. Yeah. And you, you find little subtle differences in these new bottles yeah. and the higher proofs. Right. But you know what's interesting? It's like two and four, like the Corsair Dark Rye and the Old Line Single Malt, they're unique flavor profiles that we don't get a lot. Sure. But the Bullet and Larceny, we drink dozens of different versions of them, you know, with slight variations. And so it's interesting. We have like a kind of a traditional, untraditional, then traditional, then untraditional. Yeah, we sort of went back and forth. And the other thing that really stands out to me here is the first two years, we chose proofs of 90 and 85. And the second two years, we chose proofs of over 120. Yeah. And I think it's because of the neat glass. Mm-hmm. Because the first two, we didn't have the neat glass yet. Right. Well, at least not the sponsorship. And one of the things of the neat glass does is it mitigates all of that alcohol in the nose. Right. The harshness that you get on the nose. Yeah. That can be kind of a put off. That can translate to the right. palate. Jeff, what do you think of these four? You've had them all, haven't you? No, I've never had the Corsair Dark Rye. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, interesting. You're the wild card in this. And you, did you have the old line? No. 
I, oh, oh shit! Wow, I've had the larceny barrel proof, of course. Right. right. I've had bullet rye, of course. Right. So Jeff's going to be the X Factor here. He might be the difference maker. Ooh, the X Factor. <laughs> yep. Gabe, what about you? You've had all these, or you haven't had the old line? Yeah, I've had the old line. I was the one who. Uh, yeah, he I was, was here. here for the first two. Oh, that's parts right. Of the, you, you brought uh, whiskey the whiskey madness. You, you brought the Caribbean rum one, didn't you? Yes, yes, mm. and I was the one who predicted, I believe, seven of the last eight. You did down yeah, to the man, winner. Man, right. Yeah, you did a good yeah, job man. there. Yeah, I gave him mad credit for that. It's a lovely bottle, by the way, the old line. And yep. maybe uh, hologram Gabe will show up. <laughs> <laughs> hologram Gabe, he uh, tests well in the uh, southern region of the he, state. He did. All right, so we have the glasses poured. Uh, yep. One, two, three, and four. I decanted the bottles into nondescript clear wine bottles. I labeled them A through D on the bottoms of them. Right. Mixed them up. Had Ed go in and put one, two, three, four on the sides and then we poured them in neat glasses labeled one, two, three, and four. Right. So all we got to do now is nose them, taste them, and then at the end when we've tasted the fourth one, then we'll rank them. Hmm. Not a whole lot on the nose for number one. No, but wow, the flavor of it really attacks you. Wow. Ooh, a lot of dark stewed fruit. It's almost got a scotchiness about it with a lot of deep cherry. Yeah, uh, this is delicious. Really powerful though. Yeah. I think I know what it is, but I don't think it's this high proof. It's been a while since I tried a couple of these, yeah. so yeah, I could be I, totally I, wrong. Well, remember, two of them have some Malta stuff going on, so you could confuse them. When Gabe said it was like a cherry, that's exactly what I was typing into my phone. Yeah. And I had to make sure he wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't cheating. We're sitting next to each other, but I wasn't cheating. Definitely cherry. Yeah. Some of us have moved on to number two. Number two has got a nice oaky, leathery uh, nose about it. Yes. I was going to say leather tobacco. It's got a very, very pungent, earthy nose. Yes. It's like walking into a, a nice, fine cigar shop. Oh, peanuts. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's... um Tasted peanutty to me. Mm. Yeah, it's so tough tasting great whiskeys right after each other. Yeah, because that one, even though I cleansed my palate with some sparkling water, I think maybe the number one is affecting that. So after we drink all four of these, we can mix yeah. and match and taste two after three and one after four, and yeah, et cetera. We're, we're going to have to revisit them for yeah. sure. And, and don't worry, folks at home, I will cut all that out. <laughs> Unless we say something funny. Two tastes like a lesser proof, but it's still got some heat. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a little bit lesser proof in my opinion, but I'm not sure yet. It's got more classic tastes about it, more caramels and vanillas there. Definitely. This tastes very different from the first one. Definitely. Are we on the three? Sure. Oh, man. Ooh. There's some mintiness. Yeah. Yes. 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 A lot of mint on that. A lot of uh, earthy, herbaceous tones about it. A little like a sage. Yeah. Very herbaceous. Almost a little bit of pine in there, too. Yeah, it's like you just cut the grass, but, you know, you have a lot of weeds there. So it's not just grass. It's other things in there. <laughs> right, right. And you probably should call Chemlon because that's a problem. <laughs> you got, you know, yeah. crabgrass and... Yeah. and you know. All right, I'm getting mouthwash. <laughs> mouthwash? Oh. Just okay. on the scent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because of the mintiness, probably. Mm. We talking scope, talking Listerine. Oh, it's the kind that you gargle right before you mow your dewy lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Could you say that slower? Oh, the adjective dewy. Just, that just did it. That's <laughs> Number three is really light on the palate. Very light. It tastes a lot lighter than it smells. The yeah. yes. smell of it's amazing, and the taste is kind of like, wow. It's not bad. It's just, it's no, just it's doesn't, not bad. It doesn't have a burn like the other two did. No, it's very smooth. It's smooth and sweet, but there is some herbaceousness there. I lost the mint. 
that I was getting really strongly on the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put the taste to these bottles, and this one's throwing me off now. because Yeah, this is different than anything that I mm. can remember tasting in any of the ones that we have. This is dumb, but did anyone get like bubblegum? A little bit. On three? Yeah. Yeah, yeah three. I can see that, sure. And I'm wondering if that's just a mixture of what we've drank before or if it's actually in the whiskey itself. See, Jeff, you said bubblegum. Now I'm, oh. I'm nosing number four, and it's even more prevalent <laughs> Absolutely in is. number four. It's funny how somebody mentions a, a nosing or a, a scent. Definitely can happen. And it plants a seed <clears throat> in your mind no matter what you're doing. I'm getting a little um, like a Grand Marnier type of an orange. Mm. Okay. It's subtle, but I see that. Yeah, there's a citrusy quality to that. The smell and the taste is different, like on number three. Smooth and sweet, and I believe the proof is lower, but then again. Yeah, there's a bit of tobacco and stuff at the end. Get some fruit on it. Oh, yeah. There's some fruitiness. There's absolutely no heat, though. On four. It's very smooth. Very smooth, yeah. Yeah, three and four are very smooth. They definitely seem lower proof than the first two. Yes. But sometimes it just because one is smoother than we expect. Mm -hmm. And also the knee glass. Wow, coming back to three. Three is awesome. Mm, that didn't blow me away. That's why I got more. No, initially it didn't. But as I come back to it, mm. two still has the peanuts on it. Two's really got like a roasted corn in the nose. Mm. Yeah, two is the most traditional one mm. that we have. Three is real sweet, not thin. Thin's not the right word, but it's wispy. I think one just has the best finish of all of them. Yeah. And then two, I think maybe has the best initial flavor on the palate. And it could be the best whiskey here. I'm not even sure yet. But one's complexity seems to just go on and change Uh the flavor throughout the sip. Three is really nice, but it's shorter, more concise than the first two, which probably leads to it being of lower proof. Yeah. I can really now taste the cherry on one where I Mm. didn't initially taste Mm. it, but now I really taste it in comparison with the others. It's wonderful. Whenever mm. four turns out to be, I will be hunting it down. Really? You li- really like four? I do like four. These are all good. They have to be. But, wow, picking a winner from these. Very tough. I'm going to drink them in reverse order and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Six and a half hours later. <laughs> that number one is awesome. That's starting to rise up for me, too. I think it's amazing that I did the same thing in one. I thought kicked ass in both orders. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it set the tone for everybody else going down, and then it, like, it finished on the reverse. I did the same thing. Yeah. Four is so sweet. It certainly isn't as complex as one, but it's so nice and sweet and delicious. It tastes like an Irish whiskey to me a lot. Like I, wow, with nothing really? we have here, Uh-oh. I'm getting so much green apple on it. I kind of get what you mean by that, because it is a little thin but it has a lot of flavor to it i tasted it after two and to me it's just like an explosion of green apple which i, I don't remember any of these having green apple no but that's exactly what i had just done i had just tasted two and then four and then when you said irish i was like holy shit that's yeah, yes like it tasted a lot like i've been drinking powers this week and i'm trying to take it easy <laughs> so whenever whenever i go on a whiskey diet i just drink irish whiskey for the week at 80 and just ride out the week let your liver regenerate <laughs> Oh, my God. This is going to be so hard. Yeah. All right, super. I'm ready to go. I got. Are my, you ready to go? You guys, my, are you guys ready? I need about one more minute, two minutes. 2,000 years later. So here's what we'll do. We'll give our scores for one, two, three, four, and then we'll try to guess what we think one, two, three, yeah, four right, are, right. and then we'll reveal the winners. Here we go. Whiskey number one, Ed. 9.5. I liked it a lot. I am also going to give it a 9.5. I love it. It's awesome. Jeff? I'll give it an eight. Eight. Gabe? I'm going to give it a a nine. Nine. Okay. Whiskey number two, Ed. I'm going to give that one a nine. I'm going to give that an eight and a half. Wow. Jeff? Nine. Gabe? I'm going with 9.5. Ooh, Gabe really liked that. Yes. That's the most traditional one. It's very good. Yeah. Number three, Ed? 8.5. 
No, wait, no, eight. Eight. Three and four were the toughest. That's what I spent the last 10 minutes doing. I'm also going to give that an eight, Jeff. 8.5. Gabe. I'm going uh, 7.5. All right. Whiskey okay. number four, Ed. I'm giving this one an 8.5. Ed, we are like right on because I'm also going to give that 8.5. Jeff. 9.5. Oh, wow. you like that one the best. the best. Yeah, he did. He said he's going to chase it. And Which is funny because he's like a high proof guy, and I don't think that's one of the high proof Yeah, me, me but neither. It, it does taste delicious. And on any given day, it could win a tournament because it has. Because <laughs> it has. <laughs> Gabe. I'll go for it with an 8.5. 8. All right. 8.5. Okay. So while Scott deduces the results, what do we think each one was? What do we think number one was? I thought that was the old line. I think the number one is the old line. I'm thinking it was a larceny. Interesting. I thought larceny was number two. I also thought larceny was number two. I thought four was the um, Corsair. You okay. thought four was Corsair. I agree. I thought three was Corsair. I'd say I think three is bullet. Okay. Yeah, I thought that I too. I thought four was bullet. So this okay. is Okay. Yeah. By the way, Corsair and bullet taste nothing alike. <laughs> I just want to point that out. I've tasted them both a million, but, many but times. The lower proof smoothness is what is yeah. making that decision. Well, for they're us. really close. They're five points away, right? They're ninety and eighty-five. So it's like, yeah. But the bullet rye has really surprising notes on it that yeah. you yep. don't associate with bullet yep. rye normally. Yep. And the thing is, most people don't drink it neat. They, they drink don't. it in drinks. And yeah. So do we? Yeah. What I said. Number one was the uh, larceny. Number two was the old line. line. Okay. Three was bullet, and four was the corsair. Corsair. Okay. Right? I think definitely number one is the larceny and the rest of whatever he said, I agree with. I said, okay. <laughs> I said number one is old line, number two is larceny, number three is Corsair, and number four is bullet. Right. It's so, a shame uh, that you're wrong. <laughs> I agree with Ed with one and two, and I agree with Jeff and Gabe with three and four. So we will find out. So in fourth place, number three, which was letter A, and letter A was. Bullet Rye. Most people would agree that that's probably where it belongs in this. With an overall score of 32. And, and, I, we and I thought that was Corsair, and I'm wrong. Me and Jeff are right. You were right. Just for the record. No, right. get it on the record. Get it on the record. Right. So in third place is the number four whiskey. Right. Which was B, and B was... Corsair Dark Rye. Right. Yeah. And now, Jeff never had it. Now he's stalking the earth for it. That's right. Look out. I'm known to bribe um, liquor store box boys. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I've seen their triple smoke in a lot of places. I've not seen the dark rye that much. No. It's hard to find over here. It is. It's really good, though, Jeff, Jeff, isn't it? They will order it for you. They definitely will order it. Oh, definitely. All right. So what came in second, we determined, was number two. Which I believe is larceny. I also thought it was larceny. And number two was C. And C... C was larceny, oh, barrel proof, hey. C921, which means that the winner and champion, Drampian, that oh, is, Old Line American Single Malt wow. from Baltimore, Maryland. Those two guys in Baltimore do a great job. I hope they're really reveling in which what they're doing was, here. Which number is the winner? The number one. Number one. <laughs> and, and Jeff didn't like it, which is interesting because to me, the Old Line is similar to the Corsair. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and Jeff really liked the Corsair, but didn't like the Old Line. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Very strange. But, you know, that's yeah. it. We did it. And it only took 45 minutes. Well done. No, well there's done. A 10 minutes of dead time in the middle uh, where, we, where we discussed the rules. Yeah. 
I mean, it's amazing. We've been on the podcast for four years. We've had four Whiskey Madness. We were able to assemble the champions, three of which I believe might have been the actual bottles that we did on the Whiskey Madness. But the fact that we were able to reproduce this and celebrate the great whiskeys that have won our Whiskey Madnesses. God, I wish it was March 2024 already. <laughs> Can't imagine who's going to win this next year. Once again, we want to thank everyone who tunes into the Whiskey Madness every year. Thanks so um, much. Uh, we got the four champions here. A little surprised that the old line, Cast Strength American Single Malt, just slipped by the Larceny Barrel Proof. Very close. MSRP, they're both very similar in price. They're both mm. around 60 65 mm. Though The Larceny tends to be much more inflated because it's rarer. Yeah. If you're on the East Coast and uh, you feel like drinking a great whiskey, find the old line. They're veterans. It's a veteran-owned company, and they really good products. Larceny Barrel Proof, all I say to you is there's plenty of bottles, uh, Heaven Hill, of Larceny. If you just took a couple of them and then took them out of barrel strength, we'd have more of those, too. You could easily do it. Don't be Buffalo Trace Jr. Mm. I actually got a guy that's dropping off a Larceny Barrel Proof to me tonight here. Oh, really? <laughs> all right. So that'll be half empty by the morning. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> all right. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, thanks for tuning in. I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Gabe. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Later. Stop what you're making, everybody here knows that you just fake it.